We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 7th, 2008. And today we're going to be doing a combination talk on the subject of the end of the world, 2012, the Mayan calendar, the planetary pole shift, planet X, also known as Nibiru, Wormwood, the planet of the crossing, Marduk. I wanted to incorporate all this into one teaching because it all relates around this whole 2012 subject. So this is like a uh, synopsis of those particular subjects. It is not an in-depth study by any stretch of the imagination. But these are subjects that a lot of Christians uh, have not been made aware of. And in regard to the coming times, we, we want to to at least have some type of comprehension of these things. Because of what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 2.11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. And these are going to be some coming deceptions that we're going to be exposed to most likely that we need to be have some information that we're armed with. We're going to be, a, a lot of the talk about 2012 evolve, involves the subject of what they call the apocalypse. And there's a lot of discussion saying that um, on December 21st, 2012, it's the end of the what they call the Mayan calendar, and that's going to be the end of the world, is what a big buzz around the world is saying. And there's people that are doing all these preparations to prepare for this, and these cataclysmic events that are going to take place. And we're going to look at this subject from a biblical standpoint today. It's pretty easily debunkable from a biblical standpoint. But first we're going to just define the word apocalypse. This is just the definition from the Britannica Concise Encyclopedia. And it says, in many Western religious traditions, the period of ca- this is the period of catastrophic upheaval expected to occur just before the end of the world. When God will come to sit in judgment on humankind, the belief that the world will come to a violent and cataclysmic end exists in Judaism and Christianity as well as some other religions. Several of the prophetic works of the Hebrew scriptures, notably the book of Daniel, includes visions of the apocalypse. The book of Revelation gives a dark and dramatic picture of the end of time when the wicked will be punished and the good will triumph through God's intervention. The approach of the last days is expected to be marked by famines, wars, earthquakes, plagues, and other natural disasters, along with the signs in the heavens. Today, apocalyptic themes are emphasized by various religious groups and have also been taken up by science fiction writers. So that was a fairly decent definition, even uh, from the Britannica's point of view. And that's why I chose that, because it kind of gave you a brief overview there. The first article we're covering here is from USA Today, and this was um, entitled, Does the Mayan Calendar Predict the 2012 Apocalypse, meaning the end of the world here. Okay, So it starts out by saying, with humanity coming up on fast on 2012, publishers are helping readers gear up and count down to the mysterious, some even call it apocalyptic date, that the ancient Mayan societies were anticipating thousands of years ago. Since November, three new books on 2012 have arrived in mainstream bookstores. A fourth is due this fall. Each arrives in the wake of a 2006, of the 2006 success of, evidently, the book called 2012, The Return of Quetzalcoatl. Now, we're going to be talking a little bit more about Quetzalcoatl here coming up. 
This has been selling thousands of copies a month since its release in May and counts more than 40,000 in print. The book also builds on the popular interest in the Mayans, fueled in part by Mel Gibson's December 2006 film about the Mayan civilization called Apocalypto. So there's been a lot of buzz around Hollywood. We've got this show Apocalypto from Mel Gibson about the Mayans and these types of things. And remember, typically Hollywood will prepare the way when it comes to subjects like this. If they want us to emphasize this or be aware of this, Hollywood will come, in fact, I've done a whole study on that called, um, I believe, The Return of the Nephilim, Hollywood Preparing the Way. And again, if you need to, um, as far as if you're ever searching for any particular thing, you can go to the keyword, uh, there's a little keyword search box on my homepage, and just even type in a portion of the word you're looking for, and, and it'll tell you if I've done any teachings on that. Going further, it says, the authors disagree about what humankind should expect on December 21st, 2012, when the Maya's long count calendar marks the end of a 5,126-year era. Journalist Lawrence Joseph forecasts widespread catastrophe in Apocalypse 2012, a scientific investigation into the civilization's end. So this journalist, he, he, he forecasts widespread catastrophe in this particular book he did. Spiritual healer Andrew Smith predicts a restoration of a true of a true balance between the divine divine feminine and the divine masculine. Okay, this also has to do with the whole ushering out of the age of Pisces and ushering in the age of Aquarius. I believe Pisces was more the um, more considered more the masculine, divine masculine and so the, he's saying that we're going to have a true balance between divine feminine and masculine in his book Revolution 2012. In 2012, Daniel Pinchbeck anticipates a change in the nature of consciousness assisted by indigenous insights in psychedelic drug use. Well, that's always good, you know. It's always good to do the psychedelic drugs in order to get further insight into things. Yes, the demons can come in and possess you a little bit easier that way if you're on psychedelic drugs. In fact, that's the reason Satan wants to get people hooked on those types of mind-altering drugs because he understands that the further you are hooked into them, the more demon-possessed you become. The build-up of 2012 echoes excitement and fear expressed on the eve of the new millennium. Popularly known as Y2K, through a... Though on a smaller scale, says Lynn Garrett, senior religion editor at Publishers Weekly, she, she says publishers seem to be courting readers who believe humanity is creating its own ecological disasters and desperately needs ancient indigenous wisdom. See, this is the big thing you see with the coming new age. We need this ancient indigenous wisdom that was here long before us from wherever you want to call them, the Lemurians or the Atlanteans, and we need this wisdom in order to get through the coming cataclysmic events that have been prophesied in many religions. And that's the lie that we're going to be exploring today.
The convergence I see here is the apocalyptic expectations, if you will, along with the fact that the environment is the is in the front of many people's minds these days, Garrett says. Part of the appeal of these earth religions is the notion that we need to reconnect with earth in order to save ourselves. And it's always about that. It's always about reconnecting with Mother Gaia or your spirit God or your ascended master or the ETs and the UFOs or whatever you're doing there in order to save ourselves. It's never the Lord Jesus Christ being emphasized ever in any of these things, in any of these worldly types of things. It's always about how we're going to be the ones that do it, which appeals to our pride as um, humanity has a, a, a tendency toward pride and we want to be able to claim that we did it. This is just human nature pretty much. But scholars are bristling at attempts to link the ancient Maya with the trends in contemporary spirituality. The Mayan civilization, known for advanced writing, mathematics, and astronomy, flourished for centuries in Mesoamerica especially between A.D. 300 and 900. Its long-count calendar, which was discontinued after Spanish colonization, tracks more than 5,000 years and then resets at year zero. So, for the ancient Maya, it was a huge celebration to make an end to the whole cycle, says Sandra Noble, executive director of the Foundation for Advancement of Mesoamerican Studies in Crystal River, Florida. To render... December 21st, 2012, as a doomsday or a moment of cosmic shifting, she says, is a complete fabrication and a chance for a lot of people to cash in. Now, that's what her interpretation of this. I'm going to try to be giving kind of the pro and con of these particular things that we're talking about today here. Part of the 2012, part of the 2012 mystique stems from the stars. On the winter solstice 2012, the sun will be aligned in the center of the Milky Way for the first time in about... 26,000 years. This means that whatever energy typically streams to Earth from the center of the Milky Way will indeed be disrupted on 12-21-2012 at 11-11 p.m. Universal Time. Okay, so this is a big deal for occultists uh, in regard to the whole winter solstice thing, the alignment with the Milky Way, and this is another big reason there's such an amount of fervor over this particular issue. But scholars doubt the ancient Mayan extrapolated the great meaning from, the anticipated, from anticipating the alignment if they were aware of what the configuration would be. Astronomers generally agree that it would be impossible for the Mayans themselves to have known that. And this is uh, from a quote from Susan Milaboff, a Mayan archaeo astronomer and the curator of the Florida Museum of Natural History. What's more, she says, we have no record or knowledge that they would think that the world would come to an end at that point. University of Florida anthropologist Susan Gillespie says the 2012 phenomenon comes from the media and other people making use of the Mayans' past to fulfill the agendas that really are their own. So, if we do the math here with these particular dates that have been given us, we know that because the Mayan calendar ends at December 21, 2012, that this cannot be the end of the world from a biblical standpoint, from an apocalyptic standpoint, from an end of revelation standpoint, from an end of the seven year tribulation standpoint, because we're already within seven years of December 21st, 2012. Okay, in other words, we don't have seven years until 2012, December 1st, 2012. We're already beyond that particular time frame. So, from a biblical standpoint, we can absolutely disprove it from that standpoint. 
The only way this really could have any validity whatsoever, if there was anything that was going to be, from a biblical standpoint, from a cataclysmic standpoint, um, is we could look, we could go three and a half years, count back three and a half years before December 21st, 2012, and that would put us at June 21st, 2009. Now, I'm not saying I buy into any of this. I'm just saying this is the only biblical scenario that I could really come up with in regard to this, if there is any b- biblical validity. And I'm not saying there is at all. Okay, But June 21st, 2009 would be 3.5 years till December 21st, 2012. So the only way the scenario of... Um, that that the 2012 uh, December 21st could have any biblical significance is for the 6209 date I just gave to be the start of the tribulation and the 122112 to be the start of the great tribulation. Now again, I'm not saying I buy into that. I'm saying that's the only way we could even possibly really have this having any kind of biblical significance. The next article is entitled, The World Will End in 2012, Say the Experts. Several experts from across the globe are predicting that the earth is likely to end by 2012. The reason could be the human effect or natural disaster. From the Chinese theories to scientific predictions, the most likely date is the year 2012. Scientific experts from around the world are predicting that five years from now, all life on earth could be and will come to an end. Some are saying it will be humans that will set off these cataclysmic events. Others believe that it's a natural phenomenon will be the cause. And the religious folks are saying it will be God himself who will press the stop button. Now again, we've just looked at this from a biblical standpoint. It cannot happen from a seven-year tribulation standpoint that 2012 is the end of the, the, end of the age or the apocalypse. It might be the start of the great tribulation, but it cannot be the end of the, of the other if we do the math. So the following are some likely arguments as to why the world will end by 2012. And again, these are things that you might run up against as a Christian. Number one, the Mayan calendar, which is the first to predict 2012 as the end of the world were the Mayans, a bloodthirsty race that were good at two things, building highly accurate astrological equipment out of stone and sacrificing virgins and killing people and cannibalizing people. Thousands of years ago, they managed to calculate the length of the lunar moon and they give this it's as 329.53 days, and they were only 34 seconds off. The Mayan calendar predicts that the Earth will end on December 21st, 2012. Given that they were pretty close to that mark with the lunar cycle, some say it's likely that they've got the end of the world right as well. Well, again, all I have to have is my Bible to know that they didn't get it right. Reason number two. Solar experts from around the world monitoring the sun have made a startling discovery. Our sun is in a bit of strife. The energy output of the sun is, like most things in nature, cyclic and supposed to be in the middle of the period of relative stability. However, recent solar storms have been bombarding the Earth with a lot of radiation. It's been knocking out power grids and destroying satellites. The activity is predicted to get worse. Calculations suggest it will reach its peak, deadly peak, sometime in 2012. Reason number three... The Atom Smasher. Scientists in Europe have been building the world's largest particle accelerator. Basically, it's a 27-kilometer tunnel designed to smash atoms together to find out what makes the universe tick. However, the mega gadget has caused some serious concerns. Some say, with some scientists suggesting that it's properly 
that it's probably a bad idea to turn it on in the first place. They're predicting all manner of deadly results, including many black holes. So when this machine is fired up for the first time in a serious experiment, they're saying 2012, no, 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 no. This thing's going to be fired up. What's today's date? The 7th? It's going to be fired up in three days. That's the big thing on the Internet right now. They've, they've got this thing all built. It's a 27-kilometer mile uh, thing. I think it goes, you know, it's just gigantic. It's this circular thing. And they're going to fire it up on September uh, 10th. And there's a lot of people that are trying to get this thing blocked because they're afraid it's going to be the end of the world and that it's going to create these mini black holes and we're all going to die. Well, again, that's not going to happen. Okay, There may be something cataclysmic connected with it, but we're not all going to die because the Bible would have told us that particular thing and um, if it was going to happen. Now, a lot of people say, yeah, yeah, well, you say this about the Bible and all this other stuff. Well, the Bible has made so many accurate predictions, uh, literally hundreds and hundreds of them. I mean, you just look at the, the birth of Jesus Christ and, and his death, burial, and resurrection and all of the predictions that it made before that. I have a whole Word document that gets into this and the probability of that all being by chance. And there's not enough atoms in the universe uh, essentially, where th that this could have just all happened by chance. And um, if you want that document, just email me, and I'll I'll email it to you. But this whole thing about this this um, atom smasher th being the end of the world—that's not going to happen. Okay, not going to happen. Reason four: uh, They're saying now this is is an article from a doctor, Beathy, and the. the entitled, The World Will End in 2012, say the experts. And he's saying the religious experts are saying this. They're saying reason four is the Bible says it. And I'm just going to read what they have here. If having scientists warning us about the end of the world isn't bad enough, religious folks are getting in on the act as well. And again, where are these people at biblically thinking? I don't understand this. I just really don't. Interpretations of the Christian Bible reveal that the date for Armageddon, the final battle between good and evil, has been set for 2012. This is unbelievable. The, what's called the I Ching, also known as the Chinese Book of Changes, says the same thing, as do various sections of Hindu teachings. Now, I'm not debating whether we're going to have a lot of nasty stuff go down 2012. I think it's going to get worse and worse and worse from here on out. From a biblical standpoint, we can, we're going to look at that too. But, again, if we believe this, these supposed Christians that believe the final battle of Armageddon is going to take place in 2012, so much for the seven-year tribulation, if we want to throw that out. But then again, there's a lot of particular uh, sects and forms of, uh, of religion right now that have done away with a lot of different things. I mean, you've got the preterists that say all the stuff from um, Revelation already happened, you know, back around, was it 70 A.D.? You know, we've got all kind of crazy theories out there. So, it just, I guess it depends on um, how strictly you want to interpret the Bible. And again, this is what happens when Christians get away from the Word of God and start interpreting uh, unbiblical, or, or reading unbiblical things into the Bible. Then they go on to say reason five, a supervolcano. Yellowstone National Park in the United States is famous for its thermal springs and old faithful geyser. The reason for this is simple. It's sitting on top of the world's biggest volcano and the geological experts are beginning to get nervous. The Yellowstone volcano has a pattern of erupting every 650,000 years. Yeah, like, you know what? I was there 
last time it erupted. And I know. Well, how do you know? Well, because we did this carbon dating, which has actually been totally proven to be unbelievably inaccurate. And in fact, every type of dating that they, they, they do has, has been debunked, essentially. So, yeah, it, it erupts every 650,000 years or so. And we're many years overdue for an explosion that will fill the atmosphere with ash, blocking the sun, plunging the earth into a frozen winter that could last up to 15,000 years. Oh, okay. Great, well... The pressure under Yellowstone is building steadily. The geologists have set 2012 as the likely date for the next Big Bang. Now, I'm not debating whether Yellowstone's going to go off. And, and yes, it is what they call a super caldera. And yes, the, the ground underneath that is rising. I've studied this. Okay, I'm not saying it's not going to go off. But to connect it with saying it's going to be the sole cause of the end of the world does not line up with the Bible. Okay, there's a lot of different things that are going to be happening in the seven-year tribulation period. A lot of demonic things, earthquakes, all kind of, um, of weather patterns, and we're going to be looking at that. But it's just not going to be one thing that's going to do it. Reason six, then, they're saying, the physicist. This one case of a, this one's case of a bog, simple math mathematics. Physicists at Berkeley University have been crunching the numbers. Oh, I always trust everything that comes out of Berkeley. Those guys are about as nutty as you could possibly get. But anyway, they've determined the Earth is well overdue for a major catastrophic event. Even worse, they're claiming that their calculations prove that we're all going to die very soon. They're all saying that their prediction comes with a certainty of 99%. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of psychics that are out there that probably claim that same accuracy. And 2012 just happens to be the, the best guess of when it occurs. Now, these are the physicists at Berkeley telling us now that we're all going to die 2012. You know, it's like order out of chaos, like the whole Illuminati thing. They want you to believe this, that this is going to be the end of the world, because not only really does it totally disprove the Bible if we think about this. 2012 is the end of the world, then we can pretty much throw our Bibles out the window, because it does not line up with the tribulation pattern, Okay. Other than if it's the start of the Great Tribulation, like I said, it's the only scenario that would really give a biblical um, answer to this. But again, it's, it's a subtle way, actually more than a subtle way, of getting us to doubt the Word of God. Really, that's the, the goal here. And then the seventh reason, Earth's magnetic field. We all know the Earth is surrounded by a magnetic field that shields us from most of the sun's radiation. What you might not know is that the magnetic poles we call north and south have a nasty habit of swapping places, and we are overdue. Scientists have noted that the poles are drifting apart roughly 20 to 30 kilometers per year, much faster than ever before, which points to a pole shift being right around the corner. Now, we're going to talk about the, the possible coming pole shift um, shortly here. When the pole shift is underway, the magnetic field is disrupted and will eventually disappear. Sometimes for up to 100 years, the result is enough UV outdoor radiation to crisp your skin in seconds. We'll all be crispy critters, is what they're saying. And killing everything that it touches. Okay, so these are, these are a lot of the arguments you may run up against when dealing with this particular subject. And you're going to be hearing more and more about this, this subject. It's, it's a fact. The next article is entitled, Thousands Prepare Worldwide for the Apocalypse, Expected in 2012. This is an excerpt. Uh, two years ago, Patrick Jarreel 
quit his job as a laboratory worker for a French oil company. He saved up enough money to last him until 2012. After that, he thought he wouldn't need it anyway. You have to understand, there will be nothing, nothing left, Gerald told ABC News from his home in Antwerp, Belgium. We have to start an entire civilization from scratch. That's because Gerald believes the world as we know it will end in 2012. He points to the ancient Mayan cyclical calendars, the longest of which last renewed itself approximately 5,125 years ago and is set to end again, supposedly with catastrophic consequences in 2012, December 21st. He speaks of the ancient Egyptians who he claims saw 2012 as a year of great change as well. And he points to science. NASA predicts a sharp increase in the number of sunspots and sun flares for 2012, he said, sure to cause electrical failures and satellite disruptions. All this adds up, Gerald said, to unprecedented catastrophic disaster. First, a polar reversal will cause the north to become south, and the sun will then start rising in the west. Shattering earthquakes, massive tidal waves, simultaneous volcanic eruptions will follow. Nuclear reactors will melt, buildings will crumble, and a cloud of volcanic dust will block out the sun for 40 years. Only the prepared will survive, Jarrell said, and not even all of them. These may sound like the ravings of a madman, or perhaps the head of a small apocalyptic set, sect, but Jarrell is not the only one who believes in the apocalypse. Thousands of people worldwide seem to be preparing in one way or another for the end of days in 2012. Survival groups exist in Europe, Canada, and the United States. Now, I've read several articles where the government itself, the elite, has all types, all kinds of these deep underground bunkers where they have already stocked them with food, water, everything that you could possibly need. And when all of this stuff supposedly starts going down, they're going to go underground, okay? And this is well known if you study the elite, okay? So they are, the elite are very much expecting something you know, to go down. Um, how exactly it goes down, I will point you to the Bible, though. That's how I'm going to, you know, always revert back to the Bible, because there's a lot of theories out there, but if it doesn't line up with the Bible, don't believe it. This is an excerpt from a book called Nephilim Stargates, the year 2012, and the return of the Watchers. Now, again, I'm giving you a lot of different angles on this today. We're looking at the secular viewpoint. We're looking at some of the more radical religious viewpoints. We're looking at viewpoints from physicists, from scientists, to give us the broadest look. And we're also trying to look at what, what does the Bible clearly indicate. Uh, starting off, it says, In alchemical symbolism, the mouth of the snake is viewed as the place of arrival and departure of spirit beings who are referred to sometimes as God, angels. They use these things called wormholes, or in my opinion, stargates, to navigate dimensions or heaven. For example, the god Quetzalcoatl, the most vicious and well-known Aztec deity, important throughout Mesoamerica for almost 2,000 years, till the Spanish conquest, connected to the planet Venus, and is portrayed as being or entering the Ouroboros, in the Aztec and the Tolic ruins. In some renderings, a ladder is seen descending from the elliptic, such as when Quetzalcoatl descends from the sky on a rope ladder, or when Jacob in the Bible sees a ladder descending, leading up into heaven, providing a connection point between earth and heaven. Now, Quetzalcoatl is this devil, fallen angel god, small g, that is connected with 2012 in the Mayan calendar. That's why I bring this up, because you might hear more about Quetzalcoatl. 
One of the recently compelling aspects of the universe serpent stargate imagery has to do with the year 2012 and the prophesied end of times reopening of the serpent portal. And remember, they're saying this is a reopening of this serpent portal. These, uh, this portal. Now we look at the Bible and we look about the, you know, the key to the bottomless pit, the abyss, the angels that are chained in the river Euphrates, these types of things being released. So there is some biblical things we can look at um, that are similar to this. The end of the great cycle of the Mayan calendar and the planetary cycle of the Aztecs is December 21st, 2012. Now, according to the Bible code, the world will end on this date. Now, again, this is the Bible code. You know, there's a lot of these Bible code things out there, and I'm not saying there's not any validity behind any of them. I really haven't studied them out enough, but I'll tell you what, I've seen way more negative than I've ever seen good in regard to these. A lot of these people that get into this Bible code stuff start again reinterpreting the Bible to whatever they want it to be. And they start doing a lot of date predictions. Okay, A lot of this goes on with these people doing date predictions. And um, the thing about it is, is, so much of the time when you start getting into these date predictions, they start being debunked. And these times come and go and nothing happens. And then it discredits, you know, that person's Christian testimony if they're in this. So, again, I would, you know, very much caution you about uh, getting into that type of stuff. Yeah, Doug just handed me this article called Hidden Codes Numerology in the Bible. And if you look at Deuteronomy 30.11, it says, For this commandment which I have commanded thee this day, it is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off? So he's, the Lord's saying it's not hidden from me. The Bible also said that the word of God is of no private interpretation. And when you get into a lot of these people that are into the Bible codes, it is, turns into an absolute total private interpretation. It's this little click gang that you, know, you can kind of hang out with and, and you have this inside information that nobody else has. Uh, so I just, I'm very cautious about that type of thing. It even starts out by here, by saying a great earthquake is forecast for either 2000 or 2006. In 2012, the Earth will face annihilation by comet, but it will be a false alarm. The 2013, a great terror will leave the world desolate, and in the end of days, an atomic holocaust will be narrowly averted. That's what Michael Drozen says in the Bible Code. So again, you, you get into a lot of this stuff, and you can go down so many rabbit trails, and the problem is you run into is that so much of the time what it's saying contradicts the Bible. So, again, you want to be very, very careful in this. And yet it's supposedly coming from the Bible. According to the Bible code, the world will end on this date due to a collision with a meteor, asteroid, or comet. But again, if we look at the seven-year tribulation, that cannot be true. Another theory, which is called the novelty theory, claims time itself is a fractal wave, which will end abruptly in 2012. Even the popular television show, The X-Files, speculated the colonization of Earth by aliens will occur in December of 2012. And again, you've got to just decide what you're going to believe. Is it going to be the Bible? Is it going to be all this other stuff? Yet the Mayans have a different theory. They describe past visits of Quetzalcoatl, the feathered serpent. According to some, the word feathered equates to flying technology, while serpent refers to the heavenly wormhole stargate. Descending through a hole, this Quetzalcoatl descending through a hole in the sky on a rope ladder. Another version of this 
descending Quetzalcoatl myth, describes him sailing down on a winged ship. They prophesy 2012, this serpent rope will emerge again from the center of the Milky Way and Quetzalcoatl will return. Well, are we going to have bigger and badder devils and demons being released into our dimension as a result of sin and witchcraft abounding on the earth and the Holy Spirit um, where the Bible talks about he who now letteth will let till he be taken out of the way in Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Are we going to have more and a higher presence of demonic and fallen angelic activity? Yes, we are. Okay, But when you get into date setting, I'm just always very, very cautious about that because I've just seen date set after date set be discredited and that causes the faith of many to fall away. I mean, we're not to lay a stumbling block before a brother. And a lot of people have laid stumbling blocks by setting dates. The, let's say the person that set the date was, was held up on a pedestal by a lot of people. The date doesn't come to pass. The person's totally discredited and many fall away. And again, it's what have you put your faith in? Is it the word of God or is it the man that set the date? It's a very, very dangerous thing to get into. And that's why the Bible says, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man and to make it flesh his arm and whose heart departeth from the Lord in Jeremiah 17.5. So we just do not want to put our faith in a man, only the word of God. Now if we go further, the next article we're reading from is entitled Computer Models predict a magnetic pole reversal in Earth and the Sun and can bring an end to human civilization in, guess what, 2012. Evidence of extraterrestrial help in our survival. And this is from March 1st, 2005. Uh, this is from IndiaDaily.com. And it says, according to some computer scientists working together with a group of geophysicists and astrophysicists, the Earth and the Sun will go through a process of magnetic pole reversal in 2012. A private research and analysis company in Hyderabad is predicting a major upheaval in 2012. The magnetic pole reversal is a process when North and South Pole reverse positions. When this happens, at some point of time, the Earth's magnetic field reaches zero Gauss, which simply means the Earth at that point of time has zero magnetism when this coincides with an 11-year cycle of the Sun's polar reversal, a major problem arises. In the modern human history, such happenings are not recorded. Only computer models can predict the outcome. NASA recently has brought the public fear down by saying the, the pole reversal will make, will make Earth's magnetism weak and erratic, but not zero. According to Hyderabad computer model, the polar reversal of Earth and Sun can cause the following serious problems other than electronic malfunction. Migrating birds, losing their sense of direction, and so on. The immune system of animals, including humans, will weaken substantially. The Earth's crust will experience increasing volcanoes, tectonic movements, earthquakes, landslides. The Earth's magnosphere will weaken, and cosmic radiation from the sun will increase many-fold, making radiation hazards like cancer and so on inevitable. Large asteroids will be drawn toward the Earth. The Earth's gravitational field will experience a change though no one knows how it will change. If you add up these possible devastating scenarios, you can see that in simple words, the earth may become not suitable for human civilization by 2012. And this has nothing to do with the Mayan calendar, pretty much. So again, this is a totally separate article talking about 2012 saying it's going to be the end of the world. It's not just the Mayan calendar, I guess is the point I'm trying to make. There's this gigantic buzz about 2012. A large number of extraterrestrial UFO sightings in recent days, according to many UFO researchers in the world, is connected 
to saving the human civilization from extinction. Now, I've done several teachings on the UFO scenario. And again, they come as this ancient astronaut theory where they said they created us millions and millions of years ago. Now they've got to come back because we've messed things up so bad and because of all these cataclysmic things that are coming that they know about because they are gods and they are our creators, they're going to have to come back and intervene in humanity to save us because they're really good guys. You know, um, It is possible in the absence of our knowledge they are trying to provide a countermeasure that can be used to save human civilization. Now, again, this is one of the supposed main reasons that all these extraterrestrials and the ascended masters, the UFO thing, are communicating with humanity at such an increasing rate. Because, see, they're really here to help. They're, they're good guys, like I said. As it happened during the time of the tsunami, it is possible that we will be perplexed and stare at the unthinkable happening and wiping us out. If this model is true, the only way for us to survive will be to take our civilization well below the Earth's crust. Remember what I said before? That there's a lot of people doing this? And move to another planet. Wow, that's going to be rough. Doug, I mean, do you got any way that we can get to Mars? I, you know, I was just kind of thinking about it. I don't, it's going to cost a lot of money, but I don't know. Oh, good, good. So it, it, may have, it may have happened to Mars millions of years back. You know, that's the scenario they're, they're painting here. Maybe it happened to Mars a long time ago. Recent extraterrestrial UFO activities in the last hundred years point out that someone out there knows that something severe will happen. They may be creating a scenario where they can silently help us or even remove us to an unknown destination, like a false rapture theory. Oh boy, I'm telling you, the deceptions that are coming are going to be unlike anything you can even comprehend. And that's why you need to arm yourself with this information so that we can you know, understand what's, what's, uh, what we might be facing. Now, this next article I'm quoting from is, again, on this coming pole shift. And um, this article, the, this guy is coming from supposedly a Christian angle. He says, this article takes the position that the Bible is true and that it, no matter how, how much at variance with silence it may appear to be, it is not at variance with actual reality nor actual observable fact, but rather at variance with theory based upon wrong premise, and further that the Bible tells mankind that if they will do as God commanded, they will find out that this is true. In other words, like the Bible says, if you continue on my word, then you, you, are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. He goes on by saying, let's begin at Isaiah 24, 1 through 4. Okay, so he's saying, go to Isaiah 24, 1 through 4, behold, the Lord maketh the earth empty, and maketh it waste and turneth it upside down, and scattereth abroad the inhabitants thereof. And it shall be as with the people, so with the priest, as with the servant, so with the master, as with the maid, so with her mistress, as with the buyer, so with the seller, as with the lender, so with the borrower, and as with the taker of usury, so with the giver of usury to him. The land shall be utterly emptied and utterly spoiled, for the Lord hath spoken this word. The earth mourneth and fadeth away, the world languisheth it, and fadeth away, the haughty people of the earth do languish. So, if we look at that particular verse, when we look at um, the verse 1, it says, The Lord maketh the earth empty, and maketh it waste, and turneth it upside down. This is the biblical argument for a, a pole shift. Okay, If we take a literal view of this particular verse, when it says, the Lord turneth the world upside down, 
I'm not saying that they don't have a case there for for um, a pole shift. I mean, if we take it literally, that's exactly what it sounds like it is. Now, in short, according to the Bible, the Lord will literally cause the earth to be turned over, to shift its polar axis, to all of a sudden go out of control. It does not tell us that this is a what they call a crustal displacement, as some have suggested. Of it, the entire earth... This is written very badly. It implies that the earth... The entire earth is turned upside down. Now, we cannot claim from the scripture a complete 180 degree change, but one massive enough to at least shift the earth 90 degrees and probably much more. And that it destroys the nations of the world, scatters abroad the people of the earth. This is not a magnetic pole shift, although one may occur just prior to the literal shift. But we do not know this. It has been speculated that a dipole reversal or an excursion would cause major earth upheaval, which might be a trigger event, and that way, that very way, that may well be a fact, and it may precede a literal pole shift. However, the event, as recorded in Isaiah and verified in many other places, is a literal pole shift of the entire globe being turned upside down. This is what he's saying. Okay, there are those who maintain that this ancient prophecy fulfilled in the long distant past, but that is easily disproved. And this and the other prophecy are clearly a latter day event and a an event termed to take place in the time of great tribulation. That's, and again, that's what he's saying. Then there are those who claim that this verse does not speak of a literal pole shift. He's saying it certainly does. For this ancient language is very clear. The earth is, in fact, turned upside down. He's very, very rhetorical in the way he writes this particular article. The word empty in this verse means to depopulate or lay waste or to annihilate. So when put together, there is clearly a polar shift, a massive change in the poles, so that the earth literally topples over in space. Previous polar shifts are well-supported concept, and there is evidence of previous polar shifts as well as magnetic pole shifts, which can be seen in rock formations through magnetic field alignments and the finding of bodies of tropical animal life that have been suddenly and without warning quickly frozen while they were eaten. This event occurs according to scripture because the earth suddenly changes rotation, but the atmosphere does not. This generates gigantic what he calls roll clouds as the atmosphere through friction, friction is pulled along the surface of the earth. Because the air cannot keep up with the earth's now rapid moving surface, surface huge roll clouds develop such as severe squall lines and a huge vacuum is created almost within seconds cold outer atmosphere winds strike the earth and quick freeze anything in their path. So that, that I just wanted to touch on the whole pole shift issue and give you some of the, the theories that are out there uh, so you kind of have a, a little bit of understanding about that particular subject. I'm going to go ahead and stop part one here. We're going to go to part two where we're going to be talking about the Planet X Nibiru Wormwood uh, theory coming up next.